0: Hello, friends. It's your old pal, Aria Hawani back with another jam-packed edition of DC and Hawani And as you probably guessed, we have a lot to talk about on today's program coming off a very busy week in MMA. But before we get to all of that, in case you haven't noticed, there's a lot of sports going on right now. You got the NBA playoffs. You got the NHL playoffs. You got Major League Baseball heading towards... The playoffs you got the nfl you've got college football you've got so much soccer i mean the list goes on and on it's never been as crowded as it is right now this is what we were all looking forward to when there was the shutdown several months ago and dare i say it's a good problem to have a small silver lining if you will well we here at espn have a podcast for every single one of those sports yes every single one whether it's baseball tonight with Buster Olney, the College Football Podcast with Herbie and Pollock, the Adam Schefter Podcast has you covered for all things NFL. And of course, my guy, Wendy, Brian Winhorst, has all the latest on the NBA playoffs with the Hoop Collective Podcast. You can download and subscribe to any of these shows wherever you get your podcast, And whatever you do, be sure to leave them a review and tell them that the nose sent you. All right, time now for today's program. And as always, listener discretion is advised. Enjoy.
1: now making their way to the microphone, D.C. and Helwani.
2: You want to come and provide love at the party. That's we okay. right. I mean, geez, <laughs> so we, you constantly <laughs> offer me things I just don't really need.
1: Here's Daniel Cormier and Ariel Helwani.
0: Back in your life on this Monday, September 21st, 2020, Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new edition of DC and Hawani presented by Modelo. Modelo Especial. Brewed for those with a fighting spirit. That's DC Daniel Cormier. I'm Hawani Ariel Hawani. And DC, you look like you're straight out of the Nutty Professor over there. You're pumped up.
2: Hercules, (laughs) (laughs) Herc!
0: Look at that shirt. What is that? Extra small? What are you rocking there? I mean... You know, I might have had a
2: rough week with the baby in the hospital, you know, put on a few of those LBs. I got to be very careful now.
0: It's diet week now. It's crazy that this week has to be a diet week for me. Well, you know, to be honest with you, DC, as uh, we are about to get into a loaded show, so much to talk oh, about great. from this past Saturday to this coming Saturday to all kinds of news, new additions to the UFC and whatnot. When you just said crazy. rough week right up the top there, I, I, I thought you were referring to, you know, your you're about with the coronavirus which i found out about last week now <laughs> i don't want to get too into it right here off the bat uh, but i just want to know like first and foremost most importantly friend to friend are you okay are you feeling it because i found out <laughs> about this news area internet last week you're doing this you're doing this like you're no, actually no, no, gonna do this no. to me i just want to know if you're feeling okay that's all. all we'll, right we'll address the this later on but i just want to know if you're okay yeah yeah i mean it was in july and um oh okay granted i
2: uh I feel as though I may have, I may have stabbed my boy in the back a little bit, and no, I owe no, no, no. oh, you my see sincere apologies. I, I really do. I what kind of friend am I? I mean, what kind of friend am I? This is what about not kind of
0: about me. I just want oh, to. Know like, what kind okay. of,
2: no? It's not even about you. It's about our show. Like, it's our show. That's what that's kind of friend am, am I? Asking.
0: I'm asking if you're okay. That's all. That's all I care about. Ariel, I found Ariel. out in the news yesterday—excuse oh, me, six days ago, or so ago—that my good friend Daniel Cormier was sick, and I wanted to know if you were okay. It's the first time we speak since then.
2: Yeah, because you have iced me out. You've actually iced me out since the news came out because it wasn't on our show. You felt a little bit betrayed, and uh, I—you—you I, I you, you have every right. To you. I think you're, you're not,
0: projecting not just, right now. If I'm being—I think my
2: guilt is getting the best of me right now. Like my guilt is getting the best of me. My ap- I mean, my apologies to DC and Helwani because, I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? I mean, come on. That's crazy. I, you know, the moment I, I it happened, I was like, wow, I actually just iced my own show. It's kind of crazy, man. It's sad. It's mm-hmm. sad.
0: Well, in any event, we'll talk about that uh, a little later on in the Do program. we have to, though? I, think I mean, we, we just talked about it. Can we just like not talk about it anymore? I think for the sake of this show and our relationship, most importantly, I think okay. we need to talk okay. about a few things. But first, uh, let us talk about what happened this past weekend in Las Vegas, uh, a fight night card that was hailed as maybe the best of 2020. Uh, dare I say it lived up to all the hype. And it was highlighted by Colby Covington's very dominant win over Tyron Woodley in the main event. Uh, he wins officially via TKO in the fifth. Uh, Woodley broke his rib. He confirmed that with me on Sunday, but at that point it was, it was elementary. It looked like it was going to be either a 50 to 45 or a 50 to 44 victory for Colby Covington. It was very one-sided from the jump. Uh, just very, very quickly. And, and, and in a broad sort of spectrum, uh, how impressed were you with what Colby Covington, the fighter did on Saturday against former champion Tyron Woodley, after all the talk and all the buildup?
2: The best fight night card of all time. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe,
0: I I'm, not get maybe I'm just getting ahead of myself.
2: I know i I'm a bit. I get a bit excited at times, you know. But I mean, it was a great fight night. card. And man, let me tell you something. If you're Colby Covington and his new team that they mentioned seven times on 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 the show, they got to be very happy. I mean, because he fought a fight like with with all the things that surrounded the fight and how massive the fight was, the buildup of all the years for him to have that type of performance. They could not have asked for anything better. And this is the first time he's fought away from American top team, right? Is it MMA Masters or something like that he's training at? Um, It just kind of shows, you know, that this dude is as good as they come. And he dominated from start to finish. It was his fight. And he's actually still improving, which is
0: very scary because he's been so good for so long already. What surprised you more his dominance, which I was equally impressed by. And and I think you can make a strong case right now that he's the second best welterweight in the world behind obviously the champion Kamaru Usman who beat him in December. Was it his dominance in his first fight since that loss to Usman in December, or was it Woodley's performance? Now here we are 15 straight rounds, uh, 75 minutes. I I feel like it's a hard question for you to answer, but Mm -hmm. you know, Again, you're just left wondering, like, why isn't he pulling the trigger? Why isn't he looking like the old Tyron Woodley? So I think it's a a number
2: of things. And I think you have to really give credit to these guys. we got to be very careful not to, you know, downplay what Usman Burns and Kobe has done. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was about Covington because what impressed me the most was not only his wrestling, but even in the standup, he beat Tyron in the standup. He did he threw more body kicks than I've ever seen him throw. He fainted much more, throwing much many more feints before going into his takedowns. A lot of times Kobe would just wrestle, right? He, he, at any cost, he wanted to get you to the ground. That's how he ended up getting submitted early in his career, right? Because he was shooting without setting things up. Now you don't have to worry about Kobe taking bad attacks because he's so comfortable on his feet now. And he was he back Tyron up. He got him exactly where he needed him to be. And there wasn't a moment in that fight where you felt like Tyron Woodley could land a right hand that was going to end the fight. Because ultimately, it's Tyron's right hand that's going to keep him in fights. Well, Covington completely shut that down. And then the fight, as it went longer, he started to dominate even more. Now, Ariel, this is one thing we always think about when we think about Kobe Covington. Insane pace, insane cardio, right? he is willing to go harder earlier than his opponents because he knows that his cardio is going to last him into the fifth round. But we saw a patient Kobe Covington on Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't that reckless pressure that we have gotten accustomed to. He was much more patient in his approach and it still paid dividends because as the fight went longer, Tyron got more tired and Tyron was the one that was getting beat beaten worse as the fight went on. So um, I thought that new more patient approach will help him if he finds himself in another fight with uh
0: Kamaru Usman so a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Nick Diaz and I said that you know Nick Diaz should fight the winner of this fight this is the difference between say me and say you and me and a lot of people I'll sit here and say that I was wrong I don't want to see that fight I don't want to see Nick Diaz fight Colby Covington I don't think it would be smart for Nick Diaz to fight Colby Covington Colby Covington is on fire right now I think he's the second best welterweight in the world. I think his next fight should be a really big fight against a guy who's been active. It's not that Nick Diaz, you know, in his prime can't be Colby Covington, but Nick Diaz hasn't fought in Mm -hmm. a very long time. Like By the time he fights, it'll be five years or so if he does, in fact, fight. You you, you don't come back after five years Mm -hmm. um, and fight a guy and beat a guy like Colby Covington. So I'll sit here and say, I don't think that that fight should happen. That's
2: kind of good that you're admitting you're wrong because you were so terribly wrong. I just... I you'll seen never do that. So you'll wrong a that long time. I always do. say I say when I'm wrong all the time. I, I will just admit it. I'm a man with no ego. But you, my friend, I mean, no, are a much different case. That is, absolutely you were just fun. so wrong. You were wrong bad.
0: And I'm okay, glad so, that you're owning up to it. So what does he do? Because after the fight, you know, he he beats him from pillar to post essentially. Uh-huh. And we'll, we'll talk about Tyron's future in a second, but I think we should focus on Colby's future. Mm-hmm. After the fight, he focused on two guys. He focused on a guy named Kamara Usman, who's already booked to fight Gilbert Burns on December 12th. And he focused on a guy named Jorge Masvidal, where there's a great storyline attached to that fight, right? Former best friends and mm-hmm. training partners and roommates. But the problem is, Jorge Masvidal is booked, at least as of now, tentatively booked to fight Nathan Diaz. Now, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, DC. The rematch isn't signed just yet. They're still in the early stages of the negotiations. Do you think, they're not going to take the fight away from Burns. We know that, right? They're not going no. to, Usman's on said it multiple do you, times. Do they, do they call an audible and try to do Masvidal versus Covington? Or do they book someone else against Colby Covington?
2: The reality is, when you talk about how big a fight can be, Nate Diaz is hard to match, right? We know that him and Masvidal did good numbers last time. But we saw the fight right? We saw the fight. What we haven't seen is Covington fight Masvidal. And I think if you're the UFC, you do pivot and put those two together. But if not, there's another fight out there that could actually, it'll show two things, right? It'll show two things. Seriously, it'll show two things for Kobe and for his opponent. One, last fight that Kobe lost Usman. He wasn't able to get takedowns. He had to stand with him. And while he did well at times, he ended up getting finished ultimately. On Saturday night, Kobe's like, it was the worst decision of all time. But in reality, Kobe got finished. Like, I mean, I get it, but he did get finished. Um, But Leon Edwards, right? Leon Edwards, again, last time he lost was to Kamaru Usman, right? And Usman really did wear on him with the wrestling. If Leon Edwards can get through Kobe Covington, then you know that he's ready to fight the champ again after the Burns fight. But um, I would say option number one, audible, man. Do Masvidal versus Covington. Maybe Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards. I don't know. Nate's if Diaz wants to fight, fight, give him a fight, right? Nate's not taking that fight. Here's the thing. But if Diaz wants to fight, find him a fight. But I'm saying you make that – you love the storylines. There's no bigger story right now I than Masvidal-Covington. And biggest I think you loser, put those
0: – Sorry for interrupting. The Mm -hmm. biggest loser on Saturday was Nate Diaz. Yeah, I feel like it. Because Because, uh, I feel like you go Covington. He lost leverage, right? It's like Masvidal, Diaz won back in August after Diaz beat Pettis. They had all, like he called them out. Everyone wants to see that fight. Now you have fans saying, no, I want to see, to your point, I want to see the fresh matchup. I want Mm -hmm. to see the bitter, you know, rivalry, the feud and all this stuff. Uh, They both hate each other. So people want to see that. And I think that ultimately... They will try to do the Masvidal-Diaz fight. But I think if for some reason there's, you know, tough negotiations, and stuff, they could pivot. they just go. They'll pivot. They'll pivot right, right away so you because you have,
2: a, you have that second option out there so easily and so ready because Covington wants to fight, right? And this is what I tweeted after the fight Saturday. Everybody does not like this guy. Kobe Covington this and that. Dude can fight, man. Dude can really fight. And he's a problem for everybody. And even Usman, he gave Kamaru a ton of problems going into the, in that fight. It wasn't a runaway victory for Kamaru if they went to the judges' scorecards. This is a very competitive fight. And I don't know if anybody else beats him. I really don't. Because I believe that with Usman, it just completely eliminates his wrestling. So he's forced to stand with you. If you have, if there's a chance that Kobe takes you down, you are way behind the eight ball. You got to find a way to make him stand almost the entirety of the fight, or he just kind of wears on you and wears on you until eventually it starts to break your will. But that dude's in line for some big
0: fights. I say do Masvidal, though. Yeah, I I I would love to see the Masvidal fight. I would love to see the Edwards fight. I mean, if you want to please everyone, you do Masvidal-Diaz too, and then you do Edwards-Covington. I don't think that that's getting as much momentum behind it i mean i did a poll and and edwards did not win masvidal won um i i threw hamza chamayev just as a joke there but uh, obviously that's not going to happen and colby isn't going to take that fight and and he shouldn't but right now the fight that has the most heat behind it is probably the masvidal versus covington fight and if i'm nate diaz i need to start speaking up like nate diaz can't be sitting on his throne and and just think that the ufc is going to come to him like And and this is not even me advocating for him to do it to me, although I'd love it. Like you need to start doing some media, you need to start campaign, you need to start doing this stuff because I feel like the fans are like, we've been there, done that. We saw this fight. Mm -hmm. Covington is on fire. Masvidal, we obviously want to get behind him. We like that's the fight that I think a lot of people are going to want to see. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Now on the flip side, you have Tyron Woodley, who like I said, 15 rounds. I I I saw what you tweeted about him. This is a tough spot, man. And Mm -hmm. and DC, I want to ask you before I ask you what's next for him. Have you ever broken your rib? Yeah, I have. Wrestling. We what do i uh, I've heard that it's it an excruciating thing in the world. And people were like laughing at him and it's questioning terrible. him. How bad is that? And you saw the picture, right? The x-ray yeah, or awful. the scan?
2: It was like this. I mean, yes. it's awful. It's awful. Breaking a rib is, is... You can't breathe. You can't sneeze. You can't cough. You can't laugh. You can't do anything. Anything that makes your core kind of react is out of the question until this thing starts to heal. It's about as painful an injury as you've ever had, um, it's in wrestling, right? When you're getting gut wrenched, squeezed, ribble pop sometimes because guys squeeze that hard. And I didn't know what happened with Tyron. I didn't understand what made the rib break. He held onto the guillotine, but you saw in his reaction, oh, my rib, my rib, that he was hurt. And then when you saw the x-ray, man, that dude, it's bad. Tyron's got a long, he's got about a month or so of, of being very, very uncomfortable not able to do much of anything until he starts
0: to recover. Yeah. He told me he has to uh, sleep sitting up mm-hmm. for the next uh, three, four days. He's an excruciating amount of pain. You can't have surgery on it. You can't sneeze. You got to just sit and wait. You got to just sit and wait. And so at this point, what happens afterwards, Dana White said, you know, it could be time to hang it up and all this stuff. We have to remember Tyron has fought three of the best fighters that's on the, the planet, right? And that's the, thing. That's but, the but, thing. But, but, but DC, can you make a case like, he's just, it just feels like he's not as aggressive. He's not engaging enough. What is going on there? Yeah, but when was he? When was
2: Tyron aggressive? I think that's what people need to the Robbie take a fight? step back. But that was one explosion. Just like right. the Jay Heron uh, fight was an explosion. The Josh Koscheck fight was an explosion. A lot of these fights are explosions. Even the Stephen Wonderboy fights, right? Stephen Wonderboy... Um, would kind of go forward, and then Tyron would hit him with the right hand as he was backing up. T-Wood's always kind of been a guy that likes to set traps. He's a very smart guy, right? So he tries to set traps, and then when you go into the trap is when he kind of explodes into you, and he was knocking guys out that way. But even when you look at T-Wood's title reign, right, beating Wonderboy once, draw with him once, they fought twice or three times? Uh, Twice. They fought twice, right? So, but those are two pretty slow fights. Wonderboy is not Gilbert Burns, Kamara Usman, or Kobe Covington because he's not going to pressure you in that way. The guys that he's fighting now, they continue to engage with him. That's why he hasn't been able to kind of do his thing. But it's hard to watch as a friend of Tyrants and a person that saw him at the top of the game. It's hard to watch. But the reality is he's fighting the best fighters in the world consistently. You think about Gilbert Burns. Kobe Covington and Kamar Usman. you talking about the champ, the number one contender, the number two contender. He's not fighting bums. Now, with that being said, it's easier to say look to the next thing because before he was beating those guys as the champion. He's always fought the best of the best, but now he's just getting washed out by him. It's not even competitive in any way. Do you want to see him still fight anyone? You know, I, what was harder for me to watch, honestly – was in it? it wasn't necessarily this fight, if I'm being completely honest with you. It was the Gilbert Burns fight. Because mm-hmm. in this fight, he seemed, this fight more closely resembled the Usman fight, right? Where he just seemed lost. Like he just didn't seem like he had any idea of what to do to change it. In the Burns fight, he actually tried. Because imagine when he got knocked down early and he got the big old cut, he could have just chalked it up and said, you know, tonight's not my night, and lose the fight. But he kept fighting, and he kept throwing, trying to land on Gilbert, and Gilbert just wasn't there for him. This fight, it seemed like around the second, third round, his corner had to start pleading with him to fight. And I think that was because he kind of accepted, you know, like, ah, I'm not going to beat this dude, and maybe I'll land one, but chances are this guy's like, he's he's, he's better at this point in his career, so – just didn't seem like this one. This one was hard to watch, but not as bad because
0: he just seemed kind of outmatched, and he seemed like he wasn't going to be able to turn it around. It is important to note he's not getting brutally knocked out. No, um, he's not getting submitted. I know in this case, but Ariel, fifteen ends, rounds in a row is bad. Hundred percent. You know, if 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 we want to put him in there against. You know, all the way down the ladder against a guy who's ranked 15, 16, just to see if he could build himself back up. Like, there is a spot, I think, mm-hmm. in the UFC for a Tyron Woodley if he still wants to fight, if he, if he still wants to be, you know, engaged by fighting and go through a training camp and everything like that. But, it is hard to watch him in these fights now for 15, you know, straight rounds. It's hard to watch him against the upper echelon. He is not there anymore, but I still feel like if he wants to go through that, maybe he's lost his love. I I don't know. I haven't had that extensive talk with him yet, Mm -hmm. but if he wants to fight a top 20, a top 15, I think he should be allowed to do that. Like, I don't think he's embarrassing himself. I don't think he's a shell of his former self in terms of he's getting knocked down. It's like, Oh man, like CTE, all this stuff. it's, it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, we have to start talking about the end. I don't know if he's at the end just he's certainly at the end in terms of fighting top contenders for the champ-
2: championships.
0: yeah that championship
2: level is, is pretty much in the rear view
0: but yeah. but like I said, right
2: he hasn't like you said, he hasn't been getting knocked out, but here's the thing as a former champion like that that held the belt for what two three years, I don't know if you get those number 20 guys and if you do, you know you find yourself in there with a killer. You know, you find yourself with a young killer that's on his way up, right? Like, it's a very difficult spot for Tyron to be in right now, especially with how how everything has been, you know? Like, man, people just don't seem to take to him the way that – he's a great guy. People just don't seem to take to him. And um, he's going to continue to find himself in these spots because, man, it was almost celebratory watching the reaction from people around – When Tyron lost, and I mean, most times when you got a champion like that, that's on the way out, people feel and they want to kind of uplift them. I didn't get that from people in regards to Tyron. That's
0: interesting. DC, you know, we have to talk about this uh, and you alluded to it a little bit. Um, when you were talking about Colby, there's no denying that Colby is one of the best fighters on the planet, right? Mm. Um, there's no denying that he looked great in this fight, that he's arguably the second best welterweight in the world right now. However, he is a very polarizing figure, right? He and is. that's, that's, that's putting it mildly. And I'm not even talking about his politics. I'm not talking about the red hat and all that stuff. Yeah, to be honest, doesn't bother me. Couldn't care less. I've had him on the show. He's worn It doesn't bother me at all, but he made, several comments over the past week and in the post fight that were offensive and could be viewed as racist and could be viewed Mm -hmm. as, you know, very divisive. Do you feel like in this, you know, in this fight world that we live in where generally it's like all is fair and love and fight promotion and it gets heated Mm -hmm. and you've been there, right? Where family gets involved and things are said, is there a line? And if so, do you feel like Colby has either crossed that line or is dangerously close to crossing that line?
2: Well, he's very close, but I believe that the line gets pushed back when he's essentially repeating a message that is being spoken to the entire world by our, our president, right? Like a lot of the stuff that he says is just repeating. So it's like, kind of like, is it really as bad when a lot of people are saying the same types of things? Um, I, I don't care who people support in politics. It really doesn't bother me. We don't make that choice. We are all free to do what we want. But like you said, man, it's all
0: fair and war, and it's low-hanging fruit. I mean, the comments that he made towards Kamara Usman and the post-fight show have nothing to do. Oh, that was do. bad. That, oh, Okay, that was bad. The Tribe thing? Nothing. That yes. was bad. That was bad. To do th-
2: that I'm was kidding. bad. That was a bad – when he said, When he said, what are they going to do? Do Does do this that, thing does that, that offend tribe. you? That was bad. That was a bad one. I because, was bothered by it. Were you? Well, so I saw that just recently because a couple of my friends, they hate Kobe, right? They right. absolutely can't stand Kobe. And he said, look at what this dude said. And I go, yeah, that was really bad. Because, again, when you watch Kobe do his interviews, you can see him thinking about the things. He's trying to remember what he's got in his mind. So that's why in the post-fight interview, he goes, John, let me take this off your hands for a while. You see him look up, right? Because I do that. When I'm trying to remember things, like a lot of guys do that. So you see him trying to rehearse a lot of the things in his mind that he's got done. But the Usman thing was him having to go off the cuff. And having to go off the cuff isn't something that he's necessarily comfortable with doing. And that's what came out. Um, yeah, that was bad. I shouldn't say that. And you could see that it got to Usman, too.
0: Yeah, as it should have. Here's the thing when Kobe Comington came, came to the UFC, he was just sort of like a, a guy that was on the roster, right? He had no persona, had no quote unquote gimmick, had no edge to him. And he realized that this could get him over. And guess what? It did. You see, he got a phone call from the president. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a big deal. And that's cool. And he should be happy about that. And he looked like he was very happy about that. Because so like, the, the gimmick brought him to the White House. So it, it obviously worked to a degree. But what I'm asking you the, is, and, and I believe this is true, there is a line. Religion, mm-hmm. family. Yeah. Well, you wife, saw what happened with Habib even Connor. Right right when, li- it, the when line got kept, crossed. The line kept getting crossed. The line got crossed. And I just don't want to see that line continuously get crossed anymore. Like I think oh, on I'm, Saturday night, the line got crossed in the post fight stuff. Again, and I think it's, in it's the unnecessary because he's so good. He's no. such a good fighter. And you, well, could do the, you could do the MAGA gimmick without crossing the line. He's too
2: deep now. He's too deep now, Ariel. He can't go back. He's too deep. Even if he just, even if he said, "Ah, oh, this is all a gimmick. This is just my stick." Download ESPN Bet today. What a play!
1: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions
0: apply. See app for details. Let's talk about Hamza Shmaev. What... <laughs> <laughs> for your boy, let me turn the music on because yeah. you choo
2: choo. Somebody give me, where's my steering wheel? Where's my steering wheel? Because I'm driving the train, baby. You know I'm driving the train.
0: You're all about that. Trend.
2: What about when he made his debut and you had to tell me his name? You didn't. That was like three fights
0: ago, sixty-six days ago. Well, technically, I guess it's like sixty-eight now. He won his debut uh, in uh, in July. Uh, sixty-six days later, he's three and zero. But DC, what about these numbers? Uh, total strikes: one hundred and twenty-four to two against John Phillips in his debut. Sixty-eight to nothing against Reese McKee. And four to nothing against Joe Mershard. He knocks it Joe Mershard out. It didn't
2: it's think many boy. What? What?
0: What? What is going on here? Do you what remember this guy? Do
2: you remember after Abu Dhabi you said, "DC, what did you think about Hamza Chimaia?" This was before the show, and I'm like. What's his name again? And then I started talking about all the other Dagestanis in the wrestling in the region. And I was like, you were like, you have no idea who this kid is. I was like, you know what? I got to be honest, Ariel. I got to be honest. I don't. I don't. I don't. But boy, do I know who he is now. Choo-choo. I'm the conductor of this train, baby. And I'm not letting certain people on. Bisbing, you're not welcome to ride the Jemaiya train. You're out of there. And all these other guys, y'all out because y'all didn't believe us. When we said, Jemaiya, okay, maybe I was a week late to the party because it's only a week. You remember the first one was one week. The next one was the second week. He beat the dude up, and I was on board. And, boy, what he did to Gerald this weekend.
0: That was something else, huh? And DC, I said after the second win that he should be fighting top five guys.
2: And, I, I, and then I, I disagreed. Remember, I was like, yeah. let's not rush him because he's just going to be stuck there. But guess what? He's you ready, baby. I was wrong. Early, you said. Yes. I, I admit when I'm wrong. Hey, Ariel, I'm ready to admit I was wrong. I want... Give him a title shot. Give Jamal. I want a come title on. shot. But you, come on. Ariel. give here. him a title shot. Give him a title shot. He's ready because... When he was beating these dudes up with all the takedowns, everybody kept going. No, Daniel, his kickboxing is what he's known for. He's the best at stand up, and I'm like, no, he isn't. There's no way. With the way that he can beat these guys on the ground, there's no way. One right hand. Gerald looked terrified.
0: Can we can we agree on this? Gerald looked terrified. He did not look like he wanted (laughs) to be in there. Yeah, he looked terrified. uh, It was disappointing after everything that he said, and he owned up to it afterwards. But after everything he said the week before, and I saw a lot of people say like, oh, you know, you were said." I never said for a second that Gerald was going to win that fight. All I said was it was disrespectful towards Gerald to talk about his next fight. And guess what? Regardless of what happened on Saturday, and now we know what happened, it was still disrespectful. It, 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 the result doesn't mean it wasn't disrespectful, but clearly they were right. And now it's on to the next.
2: Now we know why they do the job that they do. That's why everyone's been the matchmaker. No. Because that's why I didn't say that. that's why I Sean say the, Shelby, no. that's why Mick You're Maynard, that's why they do the jobs they do because they know. They're like, man, let me tell you something. I can imagine being a big old whiteboard on the wall. It's like, okay, we got this one. Let's go UFC Vegas 11. We're going to put Hamza Chemaia. And yeah. then, then, then Dana goes, how about we put him again? In Fight Island. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, two fights? Two fights? You going to schedule two? And there's like, we're going to schedule them two because this dude's special. And, boy, he showed it. He showed it last weekend. And you know what's more impressive? He's a 70-pounder. Right. Ariel, he's a 70-pounder. He's a 70-pounder?
0: Who wins right now, Hamza or Colby? Come on. Oh. Let's hear it.
2: You can't really put me on the spot like this because you know I'm on this Hamza train, man. You think, I got okay, I'm to Hamza, hey, If, ha, if Hamzat fights Damian Maya, yeah. which I don't want to see anymore, right. I don't want to see Damian Maya in there with Hamzat. Though I don't want to see Damian Maya in there with Hamzat Chimaya
0: Hey, shout if out! If he goes out. in there, he is getting knocked out. Shout out to my guy Sandu on Twitter. He, he said Damian Maya versus Hamza Chemaev will be like when Shawn Michaels fought Ric Flair and he was crying before hitting him. This <laughs> cry crying to over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a
2: walking <laughs> when, 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 when HBK was – when you HBK know, is low enough to speech to music, bro, he is going to get knocked out. Bro. It, it, I mean, the way Gilbert Burns knocked him out, it's going to be much worse. And then the legend of Hamza is going to just continue to grow.
0: Okay so that fight's not done yet. Uh, it's not signed. I haven't I don't want it. Don't go... want it. So audible
2: that too? Audible. What do we do? You know what's kind of crazy? Big I mean I mean okay so what do you want? This, this is the question. What do you want? Do you want the you want to see him get tested because he's honestly not going to get tested until he gets to the elite of the elite.
0: He's ready for the elite of the elite. Absolutely. Put him the, in there.
2: But guys like Mike Perry are going I'm ready. I was 9-0 with nine knockouts. I mean, yeah. you can put them in there and let them go do that thing. We might have – you know, it might be another celebration piece because Hamza be doing his thing. Mike Perry's good, though. But, I mean, who do you match him up with? Because he's got to be almost ranked, right? He's got to be almost ranked at this point. Yeah. I what mean, about, like, a think?
0: Luque, uh, a, a Ponzinibbio mm-hmm. type? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, that'd be good. No? Though. Ponzinibbio's the real deal. Luke's the real deal. But here's the problem with Luke, He got a strike. He's striking. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. Then he, he might just take him down. Then he might just take him down, man.
0: That's what's like, good. Hey,
2: boy, Hamza is the man, isn't he? That's crazy. I, I want him with one of the best guys. Put him in the top ten fight. Of course, Neil Magny. I'd be in. Neil Magny. Put him That's in that with one. Neil Magny. Really? That's the one. Neil Magny versus Hamza. That's how good and ready he is. Hamza
0: or Leon Edwards. Who, who, who wins? Yeah.
2: Oh man, why you trying? I see what you're doing. God, you're the worst. What you're extra? Extra? Just, try, because you know i've been like i've been hyping my boy rocky leon i've been i've been hyping my boy leon for the last few weeks and now you try <laughs> to turn me on leon like i don't but leon leon edwards should not fight hamza right now why No, Leon's he would never seven in a row, Eight, none the of these league. guys are gonna do it these guys aren't gonna fight him no reason to hey, what about wonder boy
0: what about wonder boy man none of these you know, guys are gonna be
2: right run- bro you gotta stop trying to like okay so it's like it's a natural progression right like Damien might is, like, number seven or eight in the world, right, at this point? So, like, I mean, put him in there, know, but Mike. he's
0: just so likable. Like, no one wants to see him. Now, I will say, stylistically, it's a really interesting matchup because if they get to the ground – no, off his back, Damien can hang. He's just <laughs> he's too getting, old.
2: Bro, he's getting crushed, dog. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, if he fights Hamza, he's getting crushed, dog. <laughs> he's getting crushed if he fights Hamza Chamael. I'm sorry, Ariel. I'm sorry. A lot of guys are getting crushed if they fight this dude.
0: This time next year. This time next year, September 21st, 2000, and what is it? 2021, right? Yeah. 2021. Has Hamzat either fought for the belt already or booked in a fight or champion?
2: By 2021, Hamzat Jemaev is fighting for the belt or is the champ. (laughs) Listen, listen. In 2021… Tom Zajacmaya is the double champ, one seventy yes, and one eighty-five. I'm get trying to tell you I'm, I'm you, I'm telling
0: Izzy. No, I'm telling Izzy, Izzy you said I love that. Izzy,
2: but listen, he go up and down, dog. He can fight everybody. After what I saw, Ariel, because you know we talked about this. I'm like, man, if he can run through Gerald, this 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 spaceship. We didn't say that. Go, we did not this say sp- that. This I never said that. You, this spaceship <laughs> is going to the moon, Ariel. If boy, because you imagine. If he runs through Gerald, and you were like, "Oh my goodness," and I was like, "I was like," Phew. but then this, I said, "I said, if I'm Gerald, I'm trying to hurt this dude, regardless, win or lose, right? Make yeah. sure you don't make the fight. One punch. Good night, Insane. Irene. It's great. Good night, Irene. Good and night, he's giving Irene.
0: homeless people McDonald's before the fight as well, and
2: feeding people on. And guess what? He's such a great guy. I mean, he didn't video that; his friend did. He didn't even know, listen, Hamjot, didn't even know his friend was videoing him. And unfortunately his friend put it on the internet and he's like, come on, you know, really? I don't want this. You feed people in the dark, right? He does it with his heart because he said, as you do things for people here, it will come back to you in your afterlife. I mean, what he's, he's, he's got great philosophy. He's got a great mind for fighting. He's got all the physical ability to dominate two weight classes. Dude's a real deal. I mean, I'm
0: you you are driving that train. driving.
2: <laughs> you think I would jump off the train if he lose? Do you think I'm so fickle that if he lost I would jump off the train?
0: 100%. You think so? 100%. Really? 100 percent 100 percent. that's just your style but that's all good right now you're all about him and you should be now uh donald cerrone nico price fought to a a draw the first of cerrone's career by the way i just want to say something about donald cerrone i know the talk afterwards was hey he should retire i was actually supremely impressed with donald cerrone he took a big shot i thought he was getting knocked down in the first two minutes of that fight mm-hmm. i don't think donald cerrone is done how about that
2: weirdest post fight i've ever seen in my life <laughs> weirdest post. i've never seen a post fight so weird in my entire life Nico Price celebrated a draw. He celebrated the draw. And then they did an interview backstage together. Talking was about beautiful. their children. How great
0: is Nico Price, by the way, man, right? He's such a love I love Nico
2: Price, but come on, man. I ain't, Don't interview me with this dude, man. A draw? What? Come on, I, don't want, I don't want to talk to this dude, man. He was so a happy? Draw? Yes! Man. Yes!
0: I was, like,
2: ah! I was like, what is going on? I told, I told Selena, I go, man, turn this off, man. I can't watch this. But she's like, why? I was like, a draw just got celebrated. I've never seen it in my life. Weirdest wow. post-fight ever
0: it was weird but it was lovable you liked liked it it. right i liked it i thought it was nice um it was a weird fight with all those eye pokes you know what wasn't a weird fight Mackenzie dern is awesome uh i i didn't expect this out of her she looks a lot better 115 than i ever thought she would look so she's great our friend danny rube will be very happy about that shout out he would have been really mad if we didn't mention johnny walker with a big another 50 grand yep johnny walker with a big win kevin holland with a win
2: What's up with Johnny Walker, though, man? What's up with Johnny Walker, man? Like, I got to just know. What's up with Johnny Walker, man? What do you mean? He's out in Ireland now. He's got this new haircut. And then he kept getting hurt. What happened? It's like he can't take a shot anymore. And He he was hurt bad. And then what did Ryan Spann do? Ryan Spann is just laying there getting elbowed on the side of the head. Like, you got to get up, bro. You got to get up. And those were actually pretty clean shots, too. I know that everybody was a little bit upset. But, dude, those are clean shots. You got to get up, Ryan Spann. Like, you're you about to knock him out every single time you hit him. Why are you wrestling him? Just go knock this dude out. I, I like Johnny Walker. I met him in Brazil a couple years ago. But, like, I don't know. It seems like he can't take a shot no more.
0: All right, DC. Um, let's switch gears here very quickly. What's that face you're making?
2: I just got a weird text message from Bobby. He said, Governor Cuomo wants to call me. Like, what did I do? Like, what did I do to get this? Bob
0: Cook? Yeah, what did I do? That's cool. The governor wants to call me. Why? What did I do? <laughs> no, he probably wants to. I saw um, uh, uh, what's that actor's name? The guy from uh, the guy, the guy from Clueless, Paul Rudd. He did a, an ad campaign about wearing masks for for Governor Cuomo. So maybe it was that. Um, so let us know. Do you want to call him right now? Do you want to? No. Okay. He wants to say hi. All right. Tell yeah, him I say, say hi. Say
2: hello. I'll tell him my friend Ariel wants to say hi to.
0: Hey, uh, some good news regarding Conor McGregor last week. Dana White saying that they've been talking. His manager, Adi Attar, telling me that they've been talking. Uh, It appears as though the retirement gimmick is no more. What do you think they're talking about, if you had to guess?
2: Uh, In terms of a fight, I don't know. I actually don't even know because I don't know where he fits right now, right, with everything, like everything, and I don't know where he fits. But there are fights for him, obviously, and obviously he's going to choose what type of fight. But – Habib's fighting right now, very soon. You got Chandler now in the mix. Tony's free. Poirier's free. There are a ton of fights for him. I just don't know which one he's going to choose. Pretty obvious what they're talking about. Who? He's going
0: to fight the winner of Habib Gechi? You think they're going to just give him a title fight? Absolutely. They said they were going to give him a title fight a year ago after fighting Cerrone. <laughs> now the fight is coming up. Hopefully in 2021 around March or so, there'll be fans. And it's quite obvious that the timing works out here.
2: Well, they've got to get Habib to agree to it, too, right? Oh, Habib get seems, out of here. Listen, oh, Habib, seems to, Hab, Habib seems to want to fight George St. Pierre and George St. Pierre only. Look, That'd man, you have, to, you have to truly believe and know who Habib Nurmagomedov is, too. I know that it's going to be very enticing to go fight and make all that money again, but I don't know. I think he wants to fight GSP. If his mind's set on something, I'm sure that's what he's going to do.
0: Okay, so you're saying that right now they're just talking. Nothing. There's nothing that they're really... They're
2: talking. Is- I don't think there's a fight yet. I don't think okay. there's a fight yet, but there are a ton of options.
0: Well, lightweight is super interesting because all of a sudden, here comes Michael Chandler from Bellator. He's now been signed to the UFC. Now, this whole situation is super weird with the Habib and Gaethje fight because Michael Chandler is now the backup fighter for the title fight. It was originally supposed to be Ferguson versus Poirier. And as I told you, I think a week or so ago, the situation was Ferguson would get bumped up if Gaethje fell out and then Poirier would get bumped up if Khabib pulled out. Well, they couldn't come to terms with either one of those guys. Um, they tried to do Ferguson-Poirier. Then they tried to do Ferguson versus Chandler after Poirier couldn't come to terms. Then, they, then, then, then Ferguson said, no, I'm sticking with Poirier. So then they tried to do Poirier versus Chandler, believe it or not, and they couldn't come to terms with Poirier. So then they just settled on Chandler being the backup. Now, I will just say this, DC. I don't believe that they will stop trying between now and October 24th. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they go back to the well of either Ferguson and or Poirier to fight Chandler. I don't think they want to have Chandler debut in this kind of way, because it's a very unique thing. Mm -hmm. But what do you make of the decision to put Chandler, who's coming off Uh, a big win over Benson Henderson and Bellator, who's a free agent, but wasn't the Bellator champion. It's Patricia Pitbull in this spot as the backup fighter for a title fight, at least as of right this moment.
2: Well, Michael Chandler for a long time has been one of the best lightweights in the world, right? Like unless you're just a complete homer for one organization, you recognize his, his talent and who he is. He's a two-time Bellator champion. He's he's a fantastic fighter. Um, It's odd, right? Because, You don't want your new toy to just sit on the shelf. You want him to be on display as early as possible. So I believe that if they can't get one of those guys to fight, they're going to go and try to find someone else. And there are a number of guys at 155 that are willing to fight Michael Chandler. Um, It's just a matter of finding the right one. I don't believe it's going to end like this. I don't believe it's going to be... Chandler just sitting making wait just in case. I do believe he's going to have a fight. I'm just not sure who it's going to be yet. But it'll be one of the guys in the top ten. It'll be somebody in top ten.
0: DC, if he actually debuts like this as a backup fighter, this would be one of the strangest debuts in combat history since when uh, Bret Hart debuted in WCW (laughs) as a guest referee. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't. (laughs) There would be
2: no debut. He would just actually step on the scale and leave.
0: It was was just step on the scale and leave. No, but I remember when Bret Hart went to WCW was and he bad. showed up as the bad. guest referee. It was, it was just weird. It's like, what is this? It was this? bad. This a not referee, the way you, give you a guy. So now well, he, that's,
2: well, here's what the thought process: was get him into the main event scene. The only way to push him into that scene was to make him the referee because Savage well, that's what this is. Fighting. Get him
0: into the main event scene, but he needs yeah. to fight someone because you don't know how much you promote the guy, right? Like you don't want to promote a backup fighter, but then if he steps in on like two days' notice, you haven't promoted him enough, right? So it's just and it's and and here's the 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 historical part of it. Do you see the last time a non-champion debuted in the UFC, right? And, and fought for the belt was UFC 177. When Joe Soto fought TJ Dillashaw on 24 hours notice, when yeah. Henry got you know, got hurt while cutting weight. Now UFC 177 was a long time ago. Prior to that, it was Dominic Cruz. It was Jose Aldo's Gilbert Melendez who debuted in the UFC with a title fight. However, those they guys were, were, champions were champions in the organization prior owned by the UFC. Mm-hmm. You see, you have to go back, to when Frank Trigg fought Matt Hughes back at UFC 53 when he fought for the welterweight title, but here's the thing: Frank Trigg was a champion in WFA. That was, that was. I think I've top of my head 17 years ago. You have to go back 18 years, DC, to when Hayato Sakurai fought Matt Hughes as a non-champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're smart! Oh, wow, yeah, look at this smart guy!
2: Yes, I mean, wow, DC, you're this so is smart! Unprecedented. Right? You
0: can come tell me about
2: all these people. You're going to come trying to tell you. you going to sit here. I'm looking at my uh, clock. I'm looking yes. at my clock. It started this, – this whole rant started at <laughs> 9.59. It's 10.01 now, and you're still talking about the last time this, this, and this happened. Well, we're this in a different a- day and age, son. Let's stop living in the past. What do you mean Michael different Chandler day Michael Chandler may now fight for the lightweight championship of the world in his UFC debut. So, hey, as time changes – so go the rules. And those are the <laughs> rules that we live in today. So Ariel's so smart. And it go all the way back 17 Hayato years to Sakurai. Hamzako, hey, to Hamzako you, <laughs> <laughs> you go You got to go all the way back 17 years to Hamzako Shakurai. To That's save right. You. And he was the WFL champion, Frank Trigg.
0: The WFA. Come what do you on, know? man. You don't know anything about this. What are you some <laughs> kind of casual? I'm trying to educate you. I'm <laughs> trying to enlighten you. You got
2: to go back 16 years to the WFL championship. Frank Mayer made this championship. You he go hey, <laughs> like 18 years to Hamzako Shakara to make his debut in the. Come <laughs> on, man.
0: That's right. That's right. He's Unprecedented. So weird, Unprecedented. I'm like, Look at <laughs> this-
2: I'm the whole time I'm sitting there, your head just getting bigger and bigger and bigger because you're so arrogant. And you sit there what? with your head.
0: How am I arrogant? I'm I trying know,
2: to explain. Don't UFC you start
0: UFC. with me right now. Don't you start <laughs> with you like, arrogant. Man, you, we'll you the arrogance. We'll get to you NFL, in a second. You're
2: on your high horse. I know something about UFC 115 and yeah. UFC 99 and Hamzaku Shakurai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Come on, man. Like, what in the world is going on in there, man? I don't get it, man. I don't get why you do this to me. Because I definitely don't know who Hamzaku Shakurai is. I have no idea who this guy is. Who is that?
0: <laughs> you don't know who Sakurai is? One of the best Ooh. fighters? He used a welterweight. Fought Matt Hughes fought in Japan for many years. Oh, the years. Japanese
2: dude with the black hair. He has some, some knee pads on his legs, right? Yeah, they wore <laughs> knee pads. What's the dude with the knee pads? He's Hamzaku Sakurai, the guy with the knee pads. <laughs> think the knee pads. Let's be honest, be honest. He has knee pads, right? Has, what, what, is like what is his name? <laughs> ankle, he had ankles, backs, too. Who? Okay. What Hamzaku Sakurai? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name, dog? What is his name?
0: Okay, okay. Let's just move on. Let's just I'm move so on. i so hot right now, Let's man. Why uh, yeah, you it to me, It's dog? hot under these lights.
1: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight
0: corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets' pizza. Better because it has to be. Speaking of Abu Dhabi UFC 253, level of ex- Did you see, by the way, did you see Izzy and Paolo Costa have a little was, nice sort of cordial nice. exchange? What was up with that? They broke kayfabe right there for us. <laughs>
2: professional right they're professionals i would have loved to see you wouldn't Foo do that with jones fight <laughs> yeah could you imagine <laughs> we got in fights every time we saw each other but like y'all shaking hands now i'm like costa get him like do something izzy do something but they, nothing they're just they're they, hey, hey listen man when you're the face of puma hey when you're the face of a major company like israel asana you you got to keep yourself in check you know like i hey, don't don't mess with the money
0: a diss you know on you? you a diss on you
2: Hey, man, we're not doing this again, man. <laughs> we're not doing this and this thing, your stuff again. You can't just change your name in the middle of your career. Like, Kilvin Gastelum. Like, Kilvin Gastelum. Like, dog, you don't get to change your name 10 fights into your career. Like, I'm sorry.
0: Give me, give me a Francis. <laughs>
2: Francis. <laughs> you can't. You don't get to change your name 10 fights into your career, give dog. Me you give me Gastelim. a Francis real quick. Who? Nagano? <laughs>
0: uh, Nagano? When he, when he does it in the microphone thingy. Who? Francis.
2: Francis. Francis Ngannou?
0: Well, yeah, what he, th- <laughs> he does? He Ngannou. <laughs> Francis Ngannou. Hey, hey.
2: Francis Ngannou. <laughs> hey, oh, that's how you say his name? A, sorry, a, sorry, remember when he first came, me. he had the dreads. He looked like the Predator, right? <laughs> he looked like Predator. He was like, I was like, yo, what is this big dude's name? They said, here, Daniel, we'll let you listen to the audio. Francis Ngannou. I said, oh, there he goes. <laughs> that's how you say that Big Biscuit's name. <laughs> oh, In-Gannou. gosh. But no like you don't get to change your name in the middle of your career dude like so it's Israel Edison. Hey by the way
0: Paulo Costa changed his name he was Boshinya he yeah, was Paolo... Bosh Bo... Now he's Paulo Costa so he did it too No 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 it's the eraser
2: Bohashinya oh, okay. means the eraser
0: and he's got Valid in Abu Dhabi with him. I didn't think Valid was making the trip. You know, Valid, look at his eyes. The blood. Who is You know, his manager, Valid Ishmael, with the bald <laughs> head. That little
2: dude in little Brazilian? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I yes. like that dude. I like that dude. This is Boashenia. He gets all fired up he's in the post fight. He's the ultimate hype, man. He's like
2: Jimmy Hart, right? He's, he's the, the best. Jim Cornette. He's got, he's got the racket. He's the ultimate hype, man.
0: Hey, first time since UFC 98, two oh, undefeated. Oh,
2: my goodness. you go with this again, right? <laughs> like, no, we did this. We did this. The two undefeated fighters are fighting for the championship.
0: We did this. <laughs> Why do you continue first to do this? Hey, it's a big deal. I need to remind people. Me and Jones too.
2: Me and Jones too were no, undefeated. The first time. Jones is still undefeated, bro. He had Jones the one is L. He had the one man, L. Jones is undefeated. Matt Hamill, the Hammer. Man, still to this day, Jones is undefeated. Listen, I've never seen anybody get. That was the worst. That was crazy, man. Matt mm. Hamill was just getting like just destroyed, and he won. <laughs>
0: it was. So UFC 253 good. this weekend, you got Paulo Costa versus Izzy Adesonia. You got Jan Wachowicz against Dominic hey. Reyes. A lot of names. You've got four CKB guys on the card, Kaikar France and Shane Young. CKB, what's we'll we'll CKB, Yeah, man. City Kickboxing. It's oh, yeah, City deal. Kickboxing. Okay, I That's know right. That. You got CKB. Hakim Dawudu of Canada on the card. It's a great card on pay-per-view this Saturday, and I can't wait for Izzy versus Costa. That's an amazing fight. I can't now, wait. I'm watching home, too. That's the best. Can we watch on you. FaceTime? We can watch it together. You're not working this
2: one. No, I'm free. I'm free to watch it because I always like calling you after a good fight, and you're just in the dark by yourself, sweat top on. I great. just yeah, you have the, no friends. We, they won't let me out. I can't do anything. Listen, well, you, hey, you can only go. You can go out on Jacqueline's terms to the beach, to restaurants, to fix hey, the car. You can only go when she says. I let
0: this go. I let this go long enough. Let's address what happened last week. There I am having my coffee okay, okay on a okay, tuesday right, morning right, right, having right. my coffee and i see on yahoo sports my friend dare oh. i say one of my best friends daniel cormier announces to the world that he had a bout with coronavirus and it became this whole thing i dc i did an interview in canada two days later they're asking me questions i was like hey guys uh I'm not the one who had this issue. Why don't you ask him? Well, oh, we don't have his phone number. Well, what are you asking me all these questions about? Did you know? know? And they're like, hey, isn't it weird? They said to me, isn't it weird that he announced this on another platform and didn't announce it on your own show? Not like Ariel's show, the DC and Helwani show, like your own show. And I was like, you know what? You guys are right. And so let's, let's break the fourth wall. We had, you know, did we have our first fight? Oh, it was a fight. It was bad, but you know it was bad. So bad.
2: Hey, and then and then I'm like calling you. I'm like, "Yo, man, I, once you, once you, once it became obvious that you were upset, I go, hey, man, give me a call real quick.' Oh, I gotta take a walk first and cool down." I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> I'm like, what? It
0: You're that like man. I couldn't believe it.
2: I felt so a bad.
0: Knife. I felt so. I didn't sleep for three days. I didn't sleep the, for three days. The best part about this is you've never been nicer to me." than in the past week like you're calling me asking me let's be honest i mean we're, we're friends i think but yeah. like you know you're an athlete you're a little yeah. like self-centered you know wait assets. what i mean you know you probably can't even name all my kids names like let's just let's just call it like it is like i know him, i know okay go walter yeah claire yeah you've got two kids right no, I have three. So you don't even know. Yeah, you're not, you're not,
2: no, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. But it's a joke. I know you week, have three kids. Can I week, even know your wife's me, name?
0: You, you say Shana Tova to me. You're calling me up about nah, it's Rosh a happy, happy
2: Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed
0: Rosh Hashanah dinner, right? Like yeah, yep, I understand, yep. you know? I pay you're asking key. me things about my I was like, wow, DC really feels bad. I feel like Selena told <laughs> you, like, man, you take Ariel for granted. Like, he's a really good friend. And you stabbed me in the back with this news. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, man never again i'll never do it again
2: i just i just i just didn't know man i i you know when you get an opportunity to talk to people like cnbc because for me it was a technology uh type of Mm. revelation you know like it was more about the technical the technical aspect of it right like the fact that I was able to wear this aura ring and this aura ring was able to give me the signs that told me I was starting to get sick, like that's what I wanted to share with the world. This that product, right? And what I didn't want to do. Me? Why'd you? Well, share I didn't want to do friend? it because the reality is, it's like I don't want it to seem like I'm trying to sell anything because I'm not trying to sell this aura ring. All I'm trying to do is show people that this is a great tool to have in life, just in life. So I was like, you know what, man, I'm not gonna do it on my show because I'll be like all oh, these dudes trying to use this platform as this. I want this show to be pure, right? Two friends talking sports and having a good time. I
0: don't yeah, want Yeah, that's you to why pay. I was so hurt. I was well, so Well, I mean, by I it.
2: look, in terms of the COVID, well I had about with COVID in the middle of July. It was crazy. It was bad. Um I could feel it. I could feel that my body was 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 sick. I could feel that I felt run down. It was everything that I had heard about on the news outside of the ventilator and Um, those extreme cases. But yeah, man, I felt like, I felt run down. I felt like maybe I had trained too hard and I just had to kind of take a step back, but I went through a lot, you know, like I I had the cut, you know, in camp and then I had the the COVID. So uh, this was a, this was a a very tough camp. So getting to the fight was very rewarding for me and fighting
0: uh, the fight that we had was, was really rewarding. And people thought that you were making excuses. Uh, No, you were clear about that. Very you clear. just came out and said it. You just didn't do it on our show. That's it. I'm sorry, Ariel. Like, and I, and it. you, no, it's okay. It's I okay. did it for You for
2: days. You've done this to me. For days no, you've done okay. this to me. It's even totally when I okay think now. that we're going forward, you hit me below the belt again. Ah, I remember when you did your thing with this guy. Every day, like just no, uppercut okay. to the
0: belly. Hey, you remember you talked to this guy? This isn't even me being upset that you didn't give me the exclusive, like you didn't come on our – You host the show, you co-host the show with me, and you went somewhere. I mean, could you believe imagine That's bad, if I right? did that? Imagine I showed up on oh some other goodness. show talking could about it. Could you imagine if you said stuff.
2: something and didn't tell me? I'd
0: be so mad. Unbelievable. It's just like yeah, this, you would it's like be. it's like the But, but hey, the, the best part about all this is that you've never been nicer to me. Like, you're asking me about myself. You still don't know that I have, you know, three kids and all this stuff, but that's okay. Did I just name you kids? No, you missed one. No, I didn't. Yeah, you said Walter and Claire. Which which one do do you you think I missed?
2: Which one one do you you think I missed?
0: The one you didn't say.
2: Yeah, that's Abby.
0: That's right. Abby, right? (laughs) That's Abby? I mean, how insulting is this? Like, (laughs) how do I consider a friend? My huh? first born, the one who's been around the oldest. Wait, I thought longest. Walter
2: was the oldest.
0: I mean, this is just getting worse. Is Oliver it, is the oldest. Oliver, 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 Oliver. yes, I remember Walter. Oliver. He's the, yes. oh, the
2: guy with the good right hand. No, that's, Walter. Good right that's,
0: hand. Walter. that's Walter. That's
2: Walter. Oh wait, Walter has the right
0: hand. Yes, yeah, yes. I'm just joking. Yeah, a joke.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm making see,
0: jokes. What kind of? And, and, and you know what's the difference yeah. between me and you? Oliver,
2: Walter, and Claire. And Claire is the most beautiful little girl. Man, her hair. She's Thank such me. a great guy. Such a great personality. But this is
0: the difference between me and you. Despite the fact that you stabbed me in the heart and the back, despite the fact that you were a bad friend and you continue to exemplify traits of being a bad friend. I am on the internet late Friday during Rosh Hashanah and I stumble upon an article from some jabron named Booker oh. T, oh, say, yeah. how dare this Daniel oh, Corey? He wants to book his own angle. And I come to your defense. That's yeah. the kind of friend I am. Hey, I told me,
2: Be easy, Booker T. You better be careful because, I, hey, I will go right upside your head. I'm not going to play around. And look at my boy, Ariel, just jump to my defense right ben. away.
0: We're well, in we the midst to... of a fight. We're in a hey, fight, and I'm hey, coming to your defense. No, but hey,
2: we, because we have got each other's back, right? I yeah. did it for you with Bisping on Saturday. You know, like, we got each other's back. Well, that back, was part of you know?
0: trying to make amends.
2: No, no, no. no. Wait, so you think that that, was... so? You think everything I'm doing now
0: is just yes, in, in an effort to make things better? 100%. Come on, I just
2: got your back. I got it your was back. nice. Listen, I
0: hope this lasts. I really it hope lasts. you never had my back. I, I mean, I've, mean, I've always had your back,
2: right? Remember, let's... I went after Darren Till for you. I had to get. Yeah, to stop Darren Hill from beating you up. i had okay, to stop sure. a lot
0: of people from beating you up. How about Booker T? Booker T, this guy, first of all, you're talking about Roman Reigns. Here's this guy who hasn't been relevant for 15 or so years. Oh, Just he thinks he can wrestled. waltz into the middle. You're going to waltz into the main event? <laughs> you want to be, hey, Booker T, you want to be the, the
2: backup fighter? You want to be the yeah, backup fighter for the right. main event? Like, yeah, come right. on, come on, King Book. And the problem is, I love the Harlem Heat. I love Booker T. I love Stevie Ray, the five-time, five-time WWE champion. But Booker T come at me, man, I don't know, I don't know if we're going to be okay. I don't know if we can bounce back from this.
0: Here's the difference between you and Booker T. As I prop you up, you're a double champ. You don't have to remind people every time you speak how many belts you've won, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, how many
0: things mm-hmm. you've done. This mm-hmm. guy is so relevant. And is such an afterthought that every time he speaks, he has to remind people of his accolades, mm-hmm. of he his tells, accomplishments. He, tells, hmm, he has to, to time, remind man. people because he's such an afterthought. But guess what? Do you see? What? Uh, Booker T has sent us a message. He did? He has sent us a message. I'm being told. Wait, 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 wait.
2: Wait, he sent me a message? He sent, us a he message? sent you a video, yes. So, so here's the about- problem. Here's the problem. Like, I keep breaking kayfabe, right? Because then I become a fan again.
0: It's like, so <laughs> 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 I like trying to
2: keep like,
0: like trying to cut proposals on these dudes, but then I break key fame. let let's hear from Booker because he said, let's listen to this. Let's hear from Booker T.
1: I just want to drop a little message to Daniel Cormier. You see, I'm getting ready to work out right now, so I don't have a whole lot of time. DC, you said um Booker T, uh, be careful. Well, I am careful, brother. Uh, my thing is this: I've been watching you for a long time, strike force. You know, I mean, you did it. You did it big. I'm talking about Bigfoot Silver. He dropped like a falling log, man. But in the UFC, double champ, I give you your props, man. You have done a whole lot for the industry, but now you're talking about stepping into something totally different. You're talking about crossing over to my territory. Well, bro, let me give you the lay of the land before you ever think about talking to Roman Reigns. Who? wow, you need to talk to me first, brother. I'm talking about right here inside the Hall of Fame, and I know you got a little coattail rider uh, by the name of Ariel Hawani Hawani let me give you some advice, bro. You want to rub, let me catch you at Starbucks. I'll give you the rub, all right? Call me A. Give me a call. I'll be waiting.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. As I want to do this, it's like I keep becoming a fan. So now <laughs> it's Booker, over. He's
0: probos on us.
2: It's okay, it's okay. I'm back on his side. I'm back on his side. No, no, Let's no. Yes, no, I'm back. I'm back. He won me over. He won me over. Okay, listen. Booker T. I'm coming on the podcast. We're going on the podcast. We're gonna to go together. Let's what go. The Hall of Listen. Fame. It's a show. He said the Hall of Fame. It's, I know that it's a show. The Hall yeah. of Fame.
0: <laughs> DC. We work for ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports. I'm going, man. We don't show up on podcast. with Five I'm, people. I'm going. on it. going.
2: No, I'm going. I'm going. I'm
0: going. I'm going. This, sorry, sorry. This this I'm going. A, what sorry. you're going rogue on? I'm trying sorry. to cut a promo going. here. Sorry, I'm trying to get hey. us to WrestleMania. Uh, sorry, sorry. I'm going.
2: And you're fanboy. Da, 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 da,
0: da, da, Booker T, da, 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 if you ever da, 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 speak of me like that, you talk about who's riding who's coattails what? here. Booker T going to rip you apart. Did you This see is it the A on? side right here. All right, hey, Booker, you haven't looked, been relevant did you in you see 18 how big, years. Wait, did you see how strong Booker T looked? The only reason see, wait, they gave wait, him, him that WCW long... title is because they okay. were a ship that was sinking. He was irrelevant. He was post-WCW. We're going to waltz in there. We're going to waltz in there. Ain't no spin a Rooney okay, up in here. Ain't no hey, hey, up in here. Hey Booker T, why don't you go on your TV? Ain't no scissor show. kick up in here. Hey, why not Hey Booker T, why don't you go on your TV show and respond to us? Oh, that's right. They canceled your TV <laughs> show. That's right, Booker T. You don't know who you're hey, dealing hey, with right here. Why do you
2: always do this?
0: It's what? like you get me. You constantly get me in fights. You constantly get me in fights. I'm, I'm getting you constantly your back. Constantly get me in fights.
2: Booker. T. I just want to be Booker T's fan
0: again. All right, no, I'm ready to I go don't. back. Can we go back? I don't. Can we go back? I don't. I don't. You interviewed him before. Him. You've interviewed him. He was nice then, but now he went too far. I don't even know what he's talking about. Starbucks, the rub. I don't even know what he's talking about. All I know is that oh we'll we'll, we'll we'll blow right through him, and then we'll go to Roman Reigns and whatever. And we're going to WrestleMania. Point to the sign. Do you see? Point to it right now. Point to the sign. We're going to WrestleMania. SoFi Stadium. Hey, like Here this, we look, come.
2: As I point to the sign, I
0: got. Seth Rollins laying on his back
2: in the middle of the ring because I'm going through the entire shield. Dean Ambrose ain't around no more, so I gotta beat Seth Rollins up first and then go get Roman Who, Reigns. John Moxley? That's his name? That's his real name. John, Mo- oh, that's the AEW champion.
0: That's John right. Moxley. Yeah, he's hey, the man. We got around third. Corporate Jake is losing his mind. He's losing all his hair. He doesn't have any hair left, <laughs> but he's losing whatever he has left. Uh, quick shout outs. I'll go through mine and then you go through yours, all right? Let's do it. Hey, shout out to Goran Dragic. Of your Miami Heat, why? Because he's a big MMA fan. But most importantly, because when I interviewed him last week before we went on the air, the first thing he said was, "I love DC and Helwani." So shout out to Goran. We starting to make it, baby. We getting there. Yes. We getting there. Shout out to Israel Destanya for the Puma deal. That's oh, historic yeah. stuff. Champ. That's a really big deal. Good on him. Hey, shout out to Damon Jackson, the leech, the leech coming back after four years away, coming back doing his thing and winning over Miroslav Bektic on saturday and you're gonna love this one hey shout out to nico price for being a mensch back there really (laughs) really really that was you giving nico price love for that yes absolutely he was like will you please will you come train with me it was amazing
2: i love i love nico price but that is behavior unbecoming of a fighter (laughs) like this is unbecoming behavior of a fighter nico price you need to stop being so nice all the time but um, my first shout out, I want to give to the San Francisco Fire Department Station number 19. My good friend, Mike, my good friend, Mike that's Juan. That's Juan. I said my ear kind of itched a little bit. My good friend, Mike Juan, whose son Travis wrestles for me, um, has wrestled for me for a really long time. He's part of this firehouse. They were able to save a father and his son who were on a hike this weekend in San Francisco. They got trapped down the side of a hill, and uh, they were stuck there. Those guys from the firehouse came, pulled them up to safety, and saved them. That is big on Mike and the rest of his team over at the firehouse, number 19 in San Francisco. Um, I want to give a shout-out to the Louisiana Lafayette football team. First time in years that they are ranked in the top 25 in the country. That is coming off of a win over Iowa state who was number 25 at the time. Look, I
0: mean, there's no team. I understand. So let's be honest. Was that, I mean, there's no teams playing. So, but it's okay though.
2: This is something that for the people of Lafayette, we don't get right. You all Lafayette doesn't get into the top 25 big on them. And lastly, I want to give a shout out to black Adam to black Adam, the true black Hercules, the Rock, the Rock, the Wayne Johnson, the son of the great Rocky Johnson, uh, grandson of the high chief Peter Mayavia, the Rock, the Wayne Johnson, just hulked up because look, man, some people want to get to work, whereas you're late all the time. I'm early. Yeah. If you were the Rock, you would rip the gate off of your beautiful mansion in Los Angeles to escape the rocks. Security gate would not open. It was stuck. It was jammed. So after he beat the numbers, trying to enter the code multiple times, it didn't work. So he ah, he grabbed the gate from the brick fence and ripped it out of the concrete, threw it on the side, went to set and filmed the movie. Black Adam with ultimate strength, the rock, the Wayne Johnson, the strongest human being. He has 50 inch pythons. Remember Hulk Hogan had 24. He has 50 inch pythons. He's so strong and he went to work. Let me tell you something, man. You need to get commitment to getting to work on time like the rock right. does. That's right. Because that I thought you were going to give me
0: a shout out, you know, for, for what you did to me last week to try to butter. Oh, me and up I
2: also want to give a shout out to my boy, Ariel Because That's guess right. what, man. I want to give a shout out to my boy, Ariel Because <laughs> that, doesn't forgiveness, count. that makes it hey, worse. No, because forgiveness is key. Forgiveness is key in relationships. And I love how understanding you are.
0: Hey, no shout out to Booker T. All right. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> our name in vain like that. No shout out, I said, uh, but. Hey, before I go, shout out to the two and zero Buffalo Bills led by the Josh Allen. Ooh, good luck to your Saints in the Monday Night Football. We on fire. Tonight. Good luck to your Saints. Tonight, tonight. Yes, good luck to them tonight. tonight. Down goes the
2: Raiders. That's Down right. goes the
0: Raiders. Let's go. Good luck to them. It's you versus Rosendo. Yep, me
2: versus Rosendo and Shane. These boys know and I keep betting the money. They think the Saints are going to lose. Last week I won 500 bucks because they bet on the the Buccaneers. So now I'm going to make more money on them tonight when the Saints go marching into Las Vegas and we lay claim to that debt star that 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 atrocity of a stadium. It's so like it's so like it's it's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. Man, if man. the Saints ever had an obnoxious looking stadium like that, I would turn it off and never watch it again. Have some well, class, Raiders. You don't have yeah. to big up, build a big black, nasty-looking stadium in the middle of a Las Vegas desert. It's obnoxious, man.
0: Well, hopefully you can have as good as a of a game as my guy Josh Allen, four hundred and seventeen yards, four TDs. I mean, hopefully, hopefully. I turn my nose up at right that. Josh
2: Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs>
0: The All right. We're out of time. So much to get to. So little time. We tried our best here on today's program. Again, UFC 253 goes down this Saturday on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. Israel Adesonia against Paulo Boashinha for the middleweight title and Dominic Reyes against Jan Boasovic. Yo, that's crazy that you would With do that. Light that's
2: kind of crazy that you would do Israel had a Sonia
0: versus Paulo I... Bohashinha. Bohashinha.
2: And, and then Dominic Reyes fight No, no, no. That's know. exactly
0: what you just said. And did. we will talk all about it next week on this program. <laughs> Thank you, Modelo. Thanks to all of you for continuing to watch, download, rate, subscribe, review, all those things and more. But for now, we're out of time. Back next week. Same time and place. Totally say peace. We're out of here.